Welcome to the NSN show, guys. Hope you guys are having a great day. We're here with my man, Lucas. Lucas, how are you doing? Doing good. Glad to be back. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we got a full list. Um, new segment also. Uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, just news throughout the entire sports. We'll go through it, talk a little bit about it. Um, we are on a tight schedule, though, so we'll try to get it done this fast, but quality, so... Let's get started. What do you got for us first, Lucas? Um, hold up here. You're all good? You got time? Yeah, so, you mentioned this before, but yep. um, do you want to talk about the Jimmy Butler conspiracy? Yep, let's start that off. Um, you want to go through it quick? Uh, sure. So, there is a conspiracy conspiracy theory out there that Jimmy Butler could be Michael Jordan's son. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't heard the full details, but apparently, like, he grew up with his mother the first 13 years mm-hmm. of his life. Like, Michael Jordan left his son, or there's presumably a son of Michael Jordan's who's unknown. But I'm not totally sure if you know anything else. Yeah, so... You said, you said it pretty much right. Um, he left, and the reason... I don't even know how this got even started as a theory, but um, it's... it's How would you explain it? It's kind of awkward. It's like, it could happen, because you look at the pictures to compare them, and it's it's kind of similar. Um, yeah. There's like the, yeah. like I don't know, like 23-year difference in the two. Um but this would be crazy if this was real. Um, there's possibilities, like you said, he left and Jimmy Butler was with his mom the rest of his life. And there was talks that Michael Jordan had another kid with someone else and then left. And, you know, it's so much, so much like stuff going on. And I don't know how this gets so big now when it could have got big a while ago. Um, but I'm not... It's not like they're going to worry about it. It's it's past Jimmy Butler at this time because he's in the playoffs. But um, I thought we'd bring that up just because, you know, it's the what if, you know what I mean? Yeah, what if. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I've seen, like, a, a picture where they sort of morph the faces and it looks yep. so similar. It's crazy. I know. The, the, the features are just too close. And, you know, Jimmy Jordan. <laughs> Oh, imagine. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, man. We just we wanted to get that in. Just uh, a little conspiracy theory for the day. Um, you want to move on to um, NBA and then we'll do our new segment? Uh, sure. Go ahead. So, um, yeah. What do you uh, got? So, uh, this was May 18th. We're recording this on May 20th, but uh, in game one. Butler scored 41, just mentioned him. Um, They take game one, but the Celtics come back um, and knock out the Heat in game two. Um, This is a good series. A lot of people have been talking about um, that the Celtics, after winning game two, would go and win the series. And I know it's very early, and I have the Heat going on. You have the Celtics, correct? Well, I had the Bucks, but I had the Bucks beating the Celtics, but I did say that whoever won that series would beat the Heat in five or six. So, yeah, you have the Celtics winning. 
Yeah, and um, also news came out that Al Horford, um, with some health and safety stuff, as well as Marcus Smart sitting out. Um, but this is another great series, and I think, um, like Marcus Smart, great defense from him, good plays. Um, Jason Tatum as well. That game, too, was a crucial game, too, for Boston to win away, and it evens the series up. I do still stay on the Heat side. I'm not going to change that. Uh, everyone's kind of going to the, well, you picked before, so I don't blame you, but everyone's going to, oh, Celtics won game two. Um, they're going to go win it all. Like, it's, it's one game. They got a lot more to go, and um, I'm feeling the heat right now. How about you? Yeah, for sure. I, I do think people are going to overreact to the Celtics' domination, but I'm, I'm sticking with the Celtics. I think that they will win. They have two home games now. Um, so I think they will win both of those and then Heat might take one game five, but I think that Celtics will win in five or six games here. Yeah, it's going to be a close one and, um, I don't know, man, maybe we go back and forth on this one. I, I won the Celtics-Bucks series. Maybe you win the Celtics-Heat series. Um, wouldn't be surprised, um, but, uh, no, we got some great playoffs ahead. Um, other news... Um, we can. Dis- this is more a discussion for the NBA. Um, Kevin Durant and LeBron James have debated which 1990 centers would be MVPs in the modern day NBA. Um, I'm gonna pull it up right now, and we can have our list if you want to go with that. Sure. There's a lot of good centers back in 1990, and it's on it. In my opinion, it's honestly going to be the one that can shoot the best. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. So, so the list that I have is a bunch of great centers. Um, Akeem Olajuwon, O'Neal, Rob, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, um, Mutombo. Um, if, if I had to pick one of this list right here, and also, you got to remember, they could be more physical back then. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, Shaq was absolutely violating players back then and could push off after the bucket. But um, I think I'd have to go with Shaq. I know it's a popular pick, but just because of how he is now. But, um, man, he, with the players now that really don't play that much defense or it's difficult, it's going to be too hard to stop with them. Hit them down in the post and... He'll put it up. Yeah, I'd take Shaq too. Um, I think he's just the, the, the way he dominated games. I think close. I mean, you got to remember Tim Duncan was there. I know he played yep. a lot in the 2000s, but he was also there in the 90s. Like you said, Hakeem Olajuwon. I think those would be the top three uh, for sure. It's just a matter of how you would rank them. Um, but yeah, I would, I would, I would go Shaq number one. Um, and then Olajuwon number two, mm-hmm. and then he got, got guys like Patrick Ewing. So who did who did? Uh, I'm wondering what, what LeBron and KD said. Do, do yeah. you know? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. I, I had it up. Um, I'll try to find it. But um, also, um, well, while I try to find it, actually, so we don't hold you guys off. Um, Commissioner Adam Silver says NBA is working on with. Um, WNBA for Brittany Griner's release from Russia. Have you heard any news on that? 
I have not. I this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. So I this is hard because I know about it. I just don't want to be wrong. I'm not gonna say the person because I don't know them. But um, Russia. This is kind of weird, but I, I actually do think it's true. Russia and the U.S. are like swapping because Russia has someone that's in the jail in the U.S. and they're just gonna swap them and get both of them back to the home country. It seems, it seems weird. I don't I don't know who the prisoner is from Russia that's there that they're gonna bring back, but it's some it's something like that. And I don't know why you're doing stuff down there in Russia right now in this time. Honestly, I mean, could it be a worse time to do it? That is that that is really weird. I know, and it's. I mean, how do you even get into that situation? It's just. I don't even know what to say. I, I got actually I got it up now I do have it up so um you want me to here guess who you got for Kevin Durant I feel like I feel like KD would go mm. oh sorry I feel like he would go Shaq and James would go Olajuwon okay I just pulled this up sorry that um yeah, I guess it's three players. They didn't pick like one. So, can you say that? Can you say that one again? I'll just pick from the best one. So they just stated three. I I got. Um, I, I think KD would pick Shaq. Okay. And James would pick pick Alajuan. All right. So the results are Kevin Durant, Pat, Pat Ewing, Shaq, and David Robinson. So you got the Shaq one, right? Okay, I'll take it. And this is an interesting one from LeBron. Um, Shaq, Dream, and Ed and Myrl. Who's the last guy? I don't even know, man. Ed Myrl? <laughs> Never heard of him. Never. I'm looking him up right now. I I've never heard of this. Yeah. I don't know. That, huh. You know, I, I, usually I just know the main players, but LeBron picks someone I'm stumped on. Yeah, same. Well, because of time, we're just going to go past that. But, I mean, you were, we'll say you were, you did pretty good because you'd have to have to guess, like, six players. So, we'll give you that one. And um, you want to move to the new segment? Let's do it. So, I came up with a segment. And, obviously, I want to be like everyone else and copy the same ones. And I came up with this one just thinking of things to do um, for today. And I made sure to check with you and you said it was good and gave me the go-ahead. Um, it's called Consider the Fo- Consider the Following. So, it kind of means, like, consider that this could happen to your team or this player could leave or something like that. Um, we're going to have, like, a couple and we'll just go through them main things that are happening right now and talk over them so the first one for the first ever consider the following Juan Soto gets traded this summer from the Washington Nationals what are the chances Juan Soto gets traded this summer yep <laughs> uh, I, I don't see it happening I would say 
15, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I don't know why they would do it. Like, no point. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I say, I'm going to say 10%. And the reason I say this is because Juan Soto has so much value to this team. If you take out Juan Soto from the Nationals, they're not a ball club, in my opinion. Absolutely and, not. They, that, that's the only player they have, honestly. And, I mean, everyone's like, oh, well, he's trade capital. He's But, no, the only reason people come to Nats Park is because Juan Soto's there. Every jersey that's, that a kid has is Juan Soto. You know what I mean? Bryce Harper's gone. They got rid of Trey Turner. They got rid of Anthony Rendon. It, there's just no more... There's no more like great players there anymore, and for Juan Soto to leave would be one of the worst, one of the worst um, things to happen in baseball. Another thing is that he's only 23 years old. It, yep. It, it's like he's he's just gonna get better. It's not like he's he's mid 30s where it's like, well, he could get worse. Yeah. You know, it, it, it might benefit us. Like, no, if you trade him away, you're gonna get worse no matter what you get back. He's getting better. It, 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 he's I, I, there's just no reason to happen honestly mm-hmm. and I don't know if I told you this and, and again uh, this is not bandwagon but I am a Nats fan just so you know a Mets fan? Nats Nationals oh, oh okay because I have a I well that makes sense I mean if you're a Commanders fan too yeah um, it's I have his jersey actually I had to get it He's just a franchise player, man. You, he's it's like Kirill, it's like Kirill Kaprizov. You can't get rid of him. Um, yeah, he's he's got to stay, and this is what brings people to the ball, the ballpark. And you know, does it happen? Maybe because they're getting a new owner and everything's changing. But um, it'd be a joke to get rid of him. So yeah, what's the There's next always one? A always a chance. Yep. What do you got for the next one? You got it. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin may not be able to maintain his scoring pace anymore. What are the chances? He does not. I have no idea. For me, I'm going to say 50-50. Really? The reason I say this is because a lot of his goals... And now credit to him because he does make some plays. But he's a he's a one way player. He only all his goals are from one tees from from that wide outside the circle, you know what I mean? And or or power play goals. So I'm gonna go 50-50 because he does not have to be at his full potential of like conditioned and stuff like that as he gets older. Um I think he's now close to his forties. So um yeah, I, I, I'm going to say 50-50. I think he gets up there. He doesn't break one of his records, but um, I'm going to get 50-50. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't watch hockey really yeah. at all. Um, it's all good. But, I mean, I guess I would say 60-70. to 70. Yeah. Just, yeah. honestly, I have no idea. But going off what you said. Very good. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, we'll see for sure. You got the last one on the list? Big one. Yeah. <laughs> Chet Holmgren could be picked first overall. Yeah. Consider the following. 
When is the draft? I forget. Um, the only thing I really know about the draft right now is Orlando will be picking first. I do not know when. It'll, I'm going to look it up right now. Let's see. Because I know it's it's soon, I feel like. I don't know, but... Yeah, oh, I know they just did the lottery. June 23rd. June? Okay. So about a month. Yep. So we got a full month. Um, if I had to give a percent, this is hard. Um, I'm going to go, now this is a lot, but I have some reasons for it. 45% chance. Really? Yep. And I know he's a Minnesota boy, so got to give him respect. Yeah. But I mean, true. Is he is he really the player that is really worth the first pick? Because I know he was doing a lot and he can shoot and he's getting better, but I don't see him. Maybe he gets like few on the All Star team, maybe one year, but um, I don't think he's that player that's a first overall because he he needs to get built. You know what I mean? He I don't think he would be the best guarding for guarding players in the NBA as defense. I don't think it would be great. Obviously, it's going to take time. But I'm just not feeling it. I think Jabari Smith goes first. I do I do for sure think he'll go second. I hope he proves me wrong. But we'll see. Yeah. I would I, I would think like 70%. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's the favorite. Again, like you said, he's not going to drop off. Yeah. Behind two. Um, Jabari Smith would be... Obviously, the, the favorite if it went for Holmgren. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would I would say around seventy. I could see uh-huh. Magic messing up, but we'll see. Yeah. Oh, actually, I just I just thought of something right now. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go sixty for sixty percent. All right. Just because now that I think about it, Jalen Suggs is on the Magic. What happens if they want that connection? You know what I mean? Mm, you never true. Know. I forgot about that. Yep. I mean, Jalen Suggs could eventually get traded, and there's some talks about maybe him going to the Timberwolves. I don't know, but um, maybe they want. Maybe Jalen Suggs is like, I, I want Chet home. You know, I, I think. I mean, obviously, he can have some say, but I think he'd be good for the team or something like that. And they got to consider that, like consider the following. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. Yep. You want to go to the NFL? Let's do it. Um, so the big, the big thing is that Jair mm-hmm. Alexander got the big contract he's been looking for four years, eighty-four million. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? I think it's a good deal. I, it's I don't like the Packers, so I don't like really anything they do. But to be neutral. I don't think it's bad. I think now that they got him locked up for four years, they can worry about other positions. Maybe, well, not to rip on any Packers fans, but special teams. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I think this is good to lock him up. He'll he'll do a great job, and he's done in the past. What do you think? Yeah, like you said, I do not like the Packers, nope. but I I do like Jair. Again, as a neutral fan, Jair is an amazing player. Mm-hmm. You're going against Justin Jefferson twice a year. All these amazing wide receivers are 
yep. just getting better and better. You need that lockdown corner, and that's what Jair offers. So I think if you don't get Jair, either your defense is going to be much, much worse, mm-hmm. or you have to get another cornerback and pay him just as much. So True. Jair is going to be here for another four years, which sucks for Jefferson and Cousins, but I I think it's, I think it's a good deal for Green Bay. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, I told you about this. I got in an, a very, very heated conversation with a Packers fan earlier, what was it, Thursday? Do you remember me ta- telling you about that? Yes, yes, I do. Um, we posted about who would win in a matchup like routes, Justin Jefferson or uh, Alexander. And obviously, the, as a Packers fan, he's going to pick Alexander. And I was like, I'm sorry, but if you watch football, I'm going to pick, I'm going to bet my money on Jefferson. And then he's talking about, well, people don't watch the Packers enough. And I said, that's not, that's not the reason. He's like, everyone, everyone watches the Vikings. And I said, no, they don't. Not everyone watches the Vikings choke a kick and you know, ruin their seat. And it just got to the point where, you know, you just got to stop because, I mean, it's it's not worth it. So, but it's kind of fun. Well, and, 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 and people f- fail to realize that 90% of the time, the wide receiver is going to beat the corner. It's just a matter yes. of, is the, the quarterback good enough or is he going to see it and throw it to him? Because... The wide receiver has such a huge advantage over the cornerback, even if, you know, the, the cornerback may have more skills or maybe more, mm-hmm. you know, athletic. It doesn't really matter because he's always going to be chasing the wide, wide receiver and he doesn't know what's happening. Yep. The wide receiver knows exactly what's happening, where he's going to go, where he's not going to go, how to trick the cornerback. Like, they have the advantage. So mm-hmm. almost all the time, wide receivers are going to win. he said but um we're just gonna leave it and hopefully Jefferson if you're listening somehow I hope you can <laughs> prove him wrong um next next part though um Joe Burrow says Cincinnati Bengals know what it takes now to win after Super Bowl run what do you think on this Lucas uh, yeah I mean he said it it's not gonna change much I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think the Bengals will have kind of a disappointing season next year. Uh, just, you know, that Super Bowl slump. Yep. They will be back. And I think that that experience this year will affect them in the future. Um, so I do think that he's right to an extent, but I don't think it's going to change much as how they act during the season. For sure. And, I mean, it's easy just to say stuff like that. I mean, we talked about earlier, the Bengals could be one of the teams that don't make the playoffs. You know what I mean? And, um, I mean, they had the Super Bowl run. It's just to do it again is so, exactly. it's so difficult. And, you know, I know Joe Burrow's a great quarterback. Jamar Chase was great as well. Great duo. Other great players. But, I mean, I just don't think they have it. And, you know, maybe they prove us wrong. But um, right now I'm going to say a hard no. Yeah. You want to go on with the next one? Yeah, so I wanted to talk about this. I've heard a lot about this. Uh, yep. Drew Brees yes. tweeted, uh, you know, almost hinting at possible return to the NFL. What are the chances? I don't know, man. 
It's. I'm gonna say. All right. I'm gonna say. Thirty percent chance. Ooh, interesting. No. I would assume he's going to the Saints. Yep. Well, yeah, he'd go to. The, I yeah, for sure, he'd go to the Saints if he's gonna play. Yeah. It's just to go back and re. It's like a restart. You know what I mean? It's like you're a rookie quarterback again. I know he's. And I mean, he's got all these new players and a new coaching staff. Yep. Honestly, I don't know why you do it. I would say like a fifteen percent chance. Mm-hmm. If he does come back, I would worry very much about his health. Yep, for sure. I don't know. It's how do you say this? It's like you said for the health reasons. I just you can't do that. You already. It's like Tom. I mean Tom Brady said he was going to leave, and once he leaves, he's not going to come back. It's been too long for Drew Brees, in my opinion. I know he's a great quarterback. He's probably still got the arm of a quarterback, but it's it's the NFL. It's it's pro football. It's not this. You can't just go and hop on a team like that and expect to go win something. So maybe we. Yeah, it's not the XFL or or other leagues like that where Terrell Owens just comes back randomly. It's yeah, real stuff. Exactly. You're bound to get pounded, and you gotta take that. And I don't think Drew Brees can. Yeah, and if I'm a if I'm a player on the Saints. I'm kind of happy he comes, but at the same time, I'm not. Because I want to win. And I don't think Drew Brees would have what it takes to play a full season and win. Like a winning season. Yeah. I think that if somehow gets him to the playoffs, then obviously they'd have the advantage just because he has all that experience. But mm-hmm. future-wise, Jameis Winston, ah, he's he's got the potential. He's got the arm. Yep. He's got the talent. Work on him, and I mean, he could be something special, you never know. So, yeah. like, like you said, as a Saints fan or as a Saints player, you might be you, you're, you're going to have mixed feelings because obviously, Jupiter is this Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. But at the same time, it's how is it going to help us as much? Exactly. Maybe just bring him into management. That might be a good idea. Help him with if they make the playoffs. Help him. You know, with that experience, like you said, you never know. Maybe we should we should just manage every team, man. We know exactly what to do. I know we are some pros out here, you know. For sure. I mean, the, the, I bet you the coaches are listening right now, trying to figure out the game plan for every other team. <laughs> it's too good. So. You know it. Um, we got one of the last segments, but I just got a breaking news: Tiger Woods might make the cut. Really. He played, uh, he started with four holes really great. And then he, like, shot, like, four over. And somehow, I think he might make the cut. Good for him. Um, TV prices are going to go skyrocketing if he makes the cut. Yeah, absolutely. Him making the cut boosts, like, their revenue, like, 50, 60%. So what is he at right now? Um, if I look, three over. Hmm. Second major since his leg, so um, everyone was hoping for him to do great at the Masters. I mean, he did pretty well, and then it's just hard, man. Like to walk the course for him is super difficult. So, and to play four rounds of great golf, it's just too hard. Yeah, last I checked, uh, what's his name? Zala Torres was. Well, I think he was, and Rory was up there. I think he may have dropped. If we look, 
I pull this up for a sec. We got baseball after this, guys. So before we leave, yeah, Will's out. Torres is up on time. What's his score? Um, nine under. Um, not bad. Mito Pereira is eight under, right behind him. Uh, they're both finished. Justin Thomas right below him at six. Ooh, Bubba Watson moves in the fourth. Is a great second round. Hmm. Interesting. It's good to see for the game ago. Um, that's really I don't. We weren't even gonna talk about golf. Um, but that's just a little snippet. Um, let's move on to MLB. It's just some like um, news. Um, I want to start though with our home team or home baseball team. Carlos Carrera returns to the Minnesota Twins. Um, Roy Lewis with a couple great games for the Twins is sent back to AAA with the Royals or the St. Paul Saints, my bad. Um, what do you think for this for the Twins? I know they're having a great season in Central right now, top. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, they've definitely exceeded expectations. Um, yeah, I, honestly, we just, these next few weeks and months, it just doesn't matter. It's all about, it's all about the home stretch, so. Yep. We might have we might have made some moves now. It doesn't matter. We just gotta wait it out. Just keep stay consistent and see what happens towards the end of the season. Yeah, and I was listening to K Fan earlier today. The main thing that every single Twins player's got to worry or Twins fan has to worry about right now is if Byron Buxton will get injured. That's the yes, main thing. Absolutely, he is our man right now. He's it. You know, it's. Again, there's so many games. If he's out for, you know, five to ten games, it is what it is. But if, if he's out for a long stretch, it can really hurt us. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a matter of chance right now. Yeah, and I've, I, I don't know if this is right, but I was listening. And I don't think, um, well, obviously, Byron Buxton has not played a full season. And he has. I don't think he's reached 100 games yet in his career. In a season? Yeah. Wow, that is surprising. He's been not injured. really, but it's kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah. It is. he's been injured, and they're talking about this. And he got switched to minor leagues. Yeah, quite a bit of times too. It's yeah, quite the journey. And I want to, I want to see your take on this because I have my opinion, and I want to see what you think. Do you think? I mean, well, it could be now, or let's say now. It starts now. Do you think that Byron Buxton should play first base instead of outfield for injury concerns? No. Hard no? Hard no. Hard no? I don't think so. I mean, he's just so good out there. Who, I, I don't know, man. I feel like mm-hmm. he's just such an asset in the outfield. Yeah. No one's going to be able to replace him and do what he's able to do. I just don't see why we'd, why we'd take the risk. Yeah, and these are my thoughts. I have a no, and think about this. You're taking so if he's playing outfield, he's taking the fly balls. He's taking risk at running into the wall, obviously, right? But also, if yeah. he goes to first base, he's going to be taking um, baseballs right at him, coming like eighty plus miles an hour. Also, 
Yeah, hundred plus miles an hour. So what's what's the difference? I mean, it's not like we have it's not like we still have Eddie Rosario and Max Kepler, where it'd be fine if we brought Buxton back to first. We just don't have that depth, and his his speed wouldn't even get used in the outfield. So I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Dan Barrera was saying you should go to first. I disagree. You disagree, and I I think we're right, but. I mean, hey, we'll only know if they try it, so. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, last take of the day. Um, I know you got to go soon, so we'll make this fast. To end the podcast, or the show, Angels and Dodgers versus Mets and Yankees. Which MLB town would you take right now, LA or New York City, if you could take one team? Hmm. No bias, like if you don't like New York or you don't like LA, just straight up, who would you take right now? <sighs> That's a good one. Yeah, I'm thinking but about it. I'm thinking about it too. Right now, I'd probably stick with New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I said stick. I've never been a New York fan, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they've always been just a little better. Mm-hmm. And how how are the um, how are the Angels doing? Angels are in second in the ALS twenty or ALL West twenty four and sixteen. Oh uh, yes, guess who's ahead of them? Yes, um, screw them. Yeah, so Yankees. I feel like right now Yankees are the best. Yep. In the league right now, obviously Dodgers okay. are good too. But you got Mets, Mets, and Yankees. Mm-hmm. You could argue that they're the top two teams in the league right now. Yep. Does that stay that way? I have no idea. But right now, as of now, I'd, I'd stick with New York. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're wrong with any of them. It's just to see. I'm going to go with LA. Really? Yep. Um, I, I like New York, but what I think. Like, right now, New- I'd pick New York right now if it was for, like, the next week or two weeks and it ended there. I'd pick New York right now. But I think Dodgers right now, they're going to come to the end of the season and they're going to they're gonna be one of the top teams. And they got a lot of depth with Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Walker Bueller. Um, it's, it's just a hard pick, man. It was, it was close. It's not like I for sure picked the Dodgers, but... Um, uh, it's, just, it's just a slight nod to the Dodgers. Um, yeah, I, I, I will side with you on the fact that assuming they both make the playoffs, or all four of them make the playoffs, I do trust the Dodgers yep. the most to make a run. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think Mets and Yankees, I, I just think right now they are looking a bit unstoppable, and that won't hold up for the whole season. But yeah. as of now, today, I'm going to for sure. And I think that's going to do it, man. I think that's all we got to talk about today. Um, we'll have to get on again sometime soon. We got another one this weekend. Uh, not going to say who it is, but you'll figure it out when you listen. Um, one of the biggest games today, um, Mavericks versus the Warriors. Game two, Golden State lead 1-0. Make sure you put, watch that. Game two, who you got? Quick. Um, I got the Warriors. I got the Mavs. I think they'll come back. Simple as that. Luca, come back. 
Um, we want to thank you guys for watching or listening to the show. We appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming on, Lucas, and have a good one. We'll talk later. See ya. See ya.